Welcome to Local Only Cantina. Mixing it up with Brandon and Cherie. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just look about you right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sexy. What's up, guys? Hey, we're back again. What's up, guys? Welcome to the cantina. Yep. That was boring. We're going to start again. <laughs> what's up? What's up, guys? Hey, we're back again for another one. Um, what's up? What's up? It's been a week. It's been a week. It has been a it has been a week. Um, well, it's been a weekend at least. I would say had a uh, went for a long ride for a friend's birthday, and it was like four hundred and fifty miles. And uh, I rode my hard tail, no suspension in the back, and everybody thinks I'm nuts, but I think it's fun. Anyways, that was not the part that like caused. It, any grief it was fine i'm fine on that bike but about the last 200 miles of the trip we got stuck in a storm we were soaked to the bone it got down to low of like i think one of the guys said on their their bikes that it showed like 36 degrees soaking wet Crazy. it was uh i don't ride when it's that cold <laughs> yeah well when you're Ever. stuck in a storm you freaking do what you have to do to get to where you have to be to so you don't just get to pull over and stop and I go to curl the, up into a ball and I die. I go to the nearest hotel <laughs> and I wait for morning. Yeah, well. Anyways, um, it was uh, it was a fun day and a miserable day all at the same time. So, but that comes along with the game, right? Riding bikes—that's how it goes. But hey, we're gonna have a shot. We're real quick. We're gonna kick this thing off, and while we have this shot, you are gonna press the like button. You're gonna subscribe. You're gonna share it with your friends. Oh. You're going to do all that stuff and uh, help us grow this page. All right. So, um, yeah, Sheree, was... go. Your turn. <laughs> Your turn. It was a crazy weekend. It's actually been a crazy couple weeks. Um any of you parents out there who might understand getting prepared for kids to graduate, um, end of year things that are going on. If you have your kids involved in any type of activity, you know how crazy this time of the year gets. And and it has been exhausting, I'm gonna say that. Our son just had his last dance of high school this last week. And it's actually a really cool thing. The, it was pretty funny because I don't know if we talked about this last time. I think we might have mentioned it. I don't, I don't remember. But it was a girls' choice dance, and the girls made them dress up as the pink ladies for a '50s theme. And it was so, a greaser theme for, for 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 the dance. Yeah, they did like a '50s drive-in and went to the local drive-in to have their dance and then watch a movie. Um, pretty cool, actually. Like I never got to do stuff like that at dances when I was younger, but I think that would have been rad to 
go to a drive-in and have a dance and then watch a movie. Um, they looked out actually because that storm that I just talked about, it kind of cleared out right as they were going. Yeah, but we had some fun. We did some cool pictures with an old car for them, and the girls dressed up as the greasers. The guys dressed up with, they got matching pink lady jackets, which I think is hilarious. I'm one that I like to be a little bit goofy here and there. My son gets outside for me, I think, and they had fun with it. They're a fun group of friends, and and it was a fun time. Yeah, that was cool. Anyways, it was it's been crazy being mall bear this weekend and moving forward. So excited for what is coming over the next month, but also um, it's a lot of work being a mom and a dad and getting it all figured out. But free and weird when your oldest is about to gra- gra- graduate too. Yeah, I feel like you're officially old when your kids are adults. <clears throat> yeah. So. And you look at your kid, and they still have like a baby face, and so you're just like. Are they really that old? Like, I don't know. I'm having yeah. a hard time, like, really, like, it's accepting that he's it's a that trip. old. He's taller than me, but I, I look at him and he's still my little boy until I see pictures of him and I standing next to each other. And then all of a sudden, I realize how big he's gotten, how old he's gotten. And, but I love my kids. I love being a mom. It's my, it's my most favorite passion in, in my life and what I do. And I probably do too much, and that's okay. I want to be super mom. <laughs> that's true. That's what exhausts me. That's let's true. Let's just be honest. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Spe- speaking of being super mom, I guess that kind of leads into uh, the topic that we were thinking about. Yeah. Go for it. Oh. It's your turn still. Oh. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here. He's, he's passing it all off. I'm just going to sit, sit, sit here and look good is all my plan um i don't know how you want to start this one off there's by saying of, it's your turn <laughs> there's a lot of different angles you can go with <laughs> on this so i'm trying yeah. to decide the best way to start it off um i guess here it is so this is a good topic because i think this day and age we don't really like understand fully like we understand i think our age does but i think we're getting to a point where um, as you get married and you're trying to figure out whose roles are what in the house, um, sometimes you have a lot of stuff online that's feeding you information that it kind of gets that is online. It's school. Like yeah. modern people today are all friggin' back ass words. Yeah. So we hear a lot of things like it's kind of crazy because we look back on history and what or not history, but like just what our parents did, you know, and, and I'm not one that I know there's a lot of people out there who are like, Oh, women don't have to be in the kitchen. They don't have to do all these things and men need to do these things or they don't need to do these things. And, and I don't know that our parents exactly had it wrong in a lot of those aspects, but I mean, change is always good, but if it changes for the good, if it changes and betters everything. Yeah, our our grandparents were not sitting around worrying about freaking misgendering someone or what somebody's role was. They just knew, and not even our grandparents, our parents too, right? I mean, this is a really new thing, right? Um, But there was a time where, for the most part, men went out to work 
Women took care of the, the kids. Um, a lot of times the man would come home, there would be food, food on the table, and that was just life. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you tell a millennial that and they're like freaking offended right off the bat, right? They're tri- 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 triggered. I'm not going to make no man no sandwich, right? You know? Um, so, like, that whole perception of that whole thing has changed, right? Um, Sharia's mom and dad come to mind for me, and we all like to, like, bust his balls and stuff like that because, like, still till this day, like, he just goes and sits down and, like, she serves him, right? And we make jokes like Dave would, like, starve to death if, if she <laughs> weren't there, right? Yes. As but long it's as actually he had access to fast food, <laughs> right? I mean, he does have the keys to to his car, and if <laughs> she's not going to make him something, then KFC will, right? But see, but, here's the but crazy thing about that: we bust situation. his balls and we laugh and we tease, but it's actually like super sweet. Yeah, that she still wants to, right? So here's the thing: like, there's so many people who look at that situation, and my dad does not cook. He knows how to make a sandwich here and there, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, <laughs> maybe like a tuna fish sandwich. Tuna. I don't, know. I don't know. That might be a little. He would have to read the instructions <laughs> first. Yeah, he would. <laughs> but, you know, I grew up in a home where that's just the way it was. Like we would sit down at the dinner table and my dad would sit down and my mom would fix him his plate and put it in front of him. And as we got older, I mean, I'm the youngest of six kids. As we got older, my we, I mean, I was even a part of it. Like we would kind of tease my dad, like Brandon saying, and, and we would just be like, we kind of like follow into those roles of being like, Oh, look at dad. Like he can't do anything for himself. He'll starve, you know? And, and he was the, just sitting there <laughs> king of his castle. Yeah, you know, it was kind of, <laughs> it's kind of this beautiful, weird thing because, you know, if my mom was like, throwing the plate down like like if she was pissed then that <laughs> like, would be different this comes right? to mind so i just started reading green lights from matthew mcconaughey brandon's yeah. been um had has already read it great book yeah. um but this there's one thought that comes to mind and his parents are old school too but they're very different old school right yeah and true. i remember one part in the book where he's talking about how it's actually in the very start of the book where his dad comes home and he sits down at the table and she just like throws the dish at it, at, throw the dish of food at him. And he's like, oh, I want more potatoes or something. And she like, she like chucks something at him. Right? <laughs> like they get in this fight. Yeah. They're like in this knife fight. And he she actually Legit. like chops his finger off or cuts it really badly. Yeah. Where he needs medical attention. Right. <laughs> and then. So Matthew McConaughey is actually just sitting, this little kid watching this all happen. You know, I can't even imagine a life of like that, you know? And then by the end, he's like, yeah, then all of a sudden they, my dad's bleeding, but they made love on the kitchen floor. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? Like, how did that even happen? Like, what? That doesn't even make sense. For the bay. <laughs> but like, I never grew up in a home like that. So I don't even know what that would look like or feel like, you know? But... The crazy thing is, like when when something works, you kind of you kind of just have to like really stand up for. I don't know that really like fighting and bleeding and then having sex is really that's something probably that works, not. Well, right? You know, to each their own, I guess. Right, but that's probably not in general the healthiest no. <laughs> way to be. But I know, like even like throughout the years, like me, my siblings and I, we'd always 
like complain about the fact that my dad would never cook or never get his own meal. But when I got older and I started realizing how beautiful that was, I actually started seeing my mom for the fact that it was a service, that love that she wanted to give him every day. But, but here's the thing, right? Like certain people get hung up on certain things like, oh, she has to serve him. She has to feed him this, this and that, right? Your mom never had to worry about whether the car was going to start the next day. If it broke down, he fixed it. If the addition on the house had to be built, he built it. Yeah, my dad like built half of our house yeah, by himself. Right? He designed it all himself. If the lawn like... had, had to be mowed, he mowed it. If the cars had to be clean, well, he cleaned I it. Well, the lawn and cleaned well, the cars. That's because the dad gets to teach the kids to do stuff like that, right? But if you weren't there, it would have been him, not yeah. your mom, right? Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. There, there was like in your household, your parents had roles. Your dad did the outside stuff. He fixed the cars. He built the house. He cleaned the cars. He did all that stuff, right? All this shit that like is like hard to do, right? Your mom, she cooked and she cleaned and she took care of the kids, right? Like those were like the old school gender roles in the family. Nowadays in 2023, that fucking offends people for some strange reason, right? It does. And the crazy thing is, is I think it's because there it's lost its luster a little bit. Like I think that people don't realize the beauty in it until <laughs> you kind of actually look at it and realize that it's something that you give to your partner, and and it's really actually a beautiful thing when you actually step into your roles. I saw this this stand up comedian, and I wish I could think of his name right now so so that we could like tag him in this and give him credit, but. He said something like this. He's like, man, women, you guys like time this right. Like the fight for like equal rights, right? You really time that right. for thousands of years. Men were out there. They were chasing down tigers and they were slaying the beasts and they were doing all the super dangerous stuff. And women were like content to be like, we're just going to gather the berries, right? You know? And the men are like, look at you, men. We're so proud of you. You go kill those beasts and, and bring them home, right? The scary shit, right? But the second they put air conditioning in buildings, women are like, we want equal rights now, right? You know, it's like, fucking time that shit right. You know what I mean? But that's the thing, like, for eons of time, men did, like, the providing as far as that goes. And it's just been the very, very, very short, like, last decade or so. I don't think all, it's all like of a sudden those timing it right. I think it's It was just, a joke. Yeah, He's a right. stand-up comedian. Yeah. It's a joke. He's right? making a point. With but the thing, humor, right? The thing, though, they didn't is... on purpose be like, well, now we don't have to go kill saber-toothed tigers. I think it's time for us to work, right? That was a joke. It was funny. Ha-ha. All you out there what? that took that seriously, cool your jets, calm down. It was a joke, right? But, no, but what, what's kind of crazy about that is even those roles have changed over time, but those who kind of like stuck to those gender roles in those time periods, you know, and even moving forward, like we still kind of do those same things. Yeah. Right. And I think that's where the beauty and relationships come in. Right. Like, well, it's where it ought to, but I yeah. fear that it's getting all t twisted now. Yeah. They're, and like, I think there's women like, like, are like, I'm not going to make him a sandwich. They're like offended of the thought that they might have to like f feed this man. It's like, if you c care about him and he's h hungry and you have the means, why don't you feed the guy for, 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 for hell's sake, right? Because I bet he would do the same thing. 
Yeah, right? that, that's know? what I was going to say is, is the crazy thing in a relationship when you have a good relationship and you're not like making tallies to who's doing what, then all of a sudden like you give to your partner and they give back. And I think that's where those gender roles are just so important in the fact that, you know, we, we kind of each play our part, right? Now I'm like, I'm a little bit different in some of the way where like, I actually enjoy doing some of the things that me do too. out in the yard and Brandon is me the same too. way. Like he I loves mean, cooking, let's, right? let's be real. In, yeah. in this household, I probably cook eight, 85% of the time, right? That's not to say that Sheree never cooks, but I don't expect her to cook and I enjoy it, right? Yeah. And I like feeding my family. I like it when I smoke something in the smoker or I cook something on my flat top outside and people are like, man, dad, this is awesome, right? Like it brings me like pleasure and joy to like bring pleasure and joy to my family, right? So this is not to say that like cooking is a female role. I'm just saying historically that was the way it was. And But you t totally like, but that's, thing is this though, right? I don't need to be offended that she's not cooking. And if I get home late, she totally will cook and she to totally will feed me. There's none of that mindset like, I'm not gonna feed no man, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just like- we'll you see how tomorrow night goes. You, <laughs> you do what you do to like take care of your family and those that you love, right? Does that make sense? Does it make sense of that? Yeah, and, and that's the thing is, it's kind of like one of these things like, Okay, so I, I've gone to school for um, graphic design, and and we can you can apply this in so many different areas of your life. But in graphic design, like you have to actually follow all the rules before you can break them, and it looks good, right? And I think this is kind of one of those things that actually makes a lot of sense for me, at least, where like when we understand our roles and the importance why we play those role, roles, then we kind of break them in a way like you actually doing a lot more of the cooking and me like doing some of the other stuff. And it just complements each other by like understanding the importance of us playing those roles in our relationship. But I think you kind of have to understand those roles before you're like, Oh, well, this is going to be my thing or your thing, you know, and understanding how it works. One of my favorite quotes from Green Lights, actually, um, speaking of that, is um, McConaughey's mom told him this. Follow the rules until you're man enough to break them. Mm -hmm. I love that quote. Um, doesn't necessarily apply to our topic today, <laughs> I don't think. But it does apply to what Shri just said, right? You know? Um, <clears throat> Sheree's an awesome mom and she wants to be an awesome mom and she wants to be there for the kids. In fact, sometimes I'm like, yo, tone it back with the kids because like I'm important too, right? Um, that is a struggle. It is, right? For, mostly, for real. Mostly for me and if you're like me, any of you moms out there is, especially nowadays, like what's happening right now with my kids' lives and I'm getting to an older age, I'm like starting to realize I only have a, a short amount of time left with my kids. Right. And I'm like trying to pack it all into like a short amount of time. <laughs> and it's too much. It's like overwhelming. Yeah. And it does take away from Brandon in our relationship sometimes. Well, let's put this spin on it. And this is what I'm trying to get to. She is super mom actually, right? Like she's a badass mom. But she also is like a strong woman who works and makes a good income and like has huge value to the company that she, she works for, right? 
So she's like, she's like both of those things, right? But just because she provides huge value to the company that she works for and she works hard and she's a boss at what she does, she's also not like refusing to like cook and clean and like feed her man because that's misogynistic and it supports the patriarchy and all the nonsense that like goes on these days amongst the younger generation that are all like triggered by that shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can be a strong woman, you can have a career, you can do those things and still like understand that men and women, we're not the fucking same, right? Like we're different, right? Um, this last episode we did, you know, Shri asked me like what, um, what men should do to remain, I don't actually remember, remain attractive to, to, to their spouse or something like that. And one of the things I said was like, do the things that you need to do as a man, like in your house, fix the things that need to be fixed, build the things that need to be built, right? Um, do the, the manly stuff, right? Women still want men to be manly. They still want to be with a manly man. They still want, they expect the man to do the man stuff. They expect him to pay for the dates. They expect him to build the shit. They fix the cars, do X, Y, and Z. But for some reason nowadays, modern women are offended when you ask them to do things like make a sandwich or feed their their kids, right? Like that supports the patriarchy and that makes them all upset. Well, it's just like, I know we've mentioned this before, but when we first came back from Hawaii, um, our, one of our kids, one of our daughters came to me and, well, we were, we were driving in the car, we're driving home from like a lesson that I, like a singing lesson or something that I took her to. And she's like, mom, why do men have to say that women belong in the kitchen? And I was like, what? (laughs) I was like, where are you hearing this from? But she, like, I could tell she was, like, very annoyed and, and angst about it, like, angsty about it, right? And I was just, like, I'm, like, where are you getting this information? And this is the kind of stuff that our kids are seeing on, like, social media and TikTok. She'd seen it on a TikTok. And not just once, but she'd seen it multiple times because it's something that's being, like, said out there so many times, right? And, like, and my question is for everybody is, what does that even mean? Did you even as a child see this in your own home? Or is this just a made up thing? To for fuck's sake, we all have to eat. Right? We're people. If we don't eat, and, we die. And guess what? Here's the crazy thing about that is my girls love baking and cooking. It's like something that they've always done with me. I love baking and cooking and we do it together very often. And so here's my daughter like saying something that she learned from online and she's forgetting the fact that she actually enjoys being in the kitchen. This is an example (laughs) of a young person being triggered by something that they're putting no thought towards. Yeah. So my first question for her actually was, is I was like, I'm like, what do you mean by that? I'm like, where'd you hear? And she's explaining it to me. And I was like, I'm like, can I ask you a question? And she's like, sure. And I'm like, do you think your dad and I feel that way? Do you think your dad feels that way towards me that I belong in the kitchen and I don't belong anywhere else? <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> the opposite, actually. Sri is going to like touch a steak. I'm like, don't you touch that steak. <laughs> hey, I make a good steak every now and again. I'm going to cook the steak. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Um, 
but no, like she didn't even take into account the the life that she lived on her like in her own home. You know, she didn't realize. I was like, who who does a lot of the well, cooking I... in our house? And she's like, Dad. And I'm like, so do you think Dad thinks that about me? And she's like, no. And I'm like, okay, well, think about the things that you're learning because you're just buying into what you're seeing on social media. And I think that there's so many young kids that do that these days without really realizing the yeah. whole situation. Yeah, they do. I came home one day too, and this is a little bit off subject, but I came home one day too, and her and her br brother were having a debate. And they were debating toxic masculinity, actually. And I walked in, and he's like, Josh, some dudes are just assholes, but that has n nothing to do with them being like masculine. Like masculinity is not bad, right? And she's like, oh, masculinity is t toxic, blah, 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 right? And so she was just repeating all the stuff she's heard on TikTok. And so I sat there and I listened for a second and I stopped her. I go, Joss, your dad is probably the epitome of what a lot of these pe people would consider to be toxically masculine, right? Um, I said, do you find me toxic? And she says, well, no. I said, okay, well, rethink some of this stuff then, you know? Um, but people will scroll through TikTok, and I've actually, I'm guilty of it too, especially in the morning when I'm like trying to like wake up. That's when I send Sheree all the reels. Um, <laughs> but I'm trying to like wake up, you know, and I'll scroll and I'll scroll and I'll scroll, and it's like, you can like you get hooked on it you just like scroll and you can watch one thing after the next after the next after the next and they're funny and they're like entertaining and they're interesting but if you're watching the wrong stuff it can ser seriously affect the way that you think about things oh yeah i've actually sure. i've thought about this a lot actually in the past couple months because um, I've had a few people that I know who have gone gotten deeper and deeper into depression in it and I started like thinking about why we it seems to be a bigger issue these days and one of the things that I've realized and I, I actually really love to test it out somehow but with our algorithms just like what Brandon is saying you know like if you're watching something and it kind of hits you right you pause on it then all of a sudden it sends information yeah. that you're like interested in that right so all of a sudden it's going to start sending you more of that well all of a sudden if you hear it enough times it all of a sudden becomes which real is, to you which is cool like if if you like pause on like stuff that's not bad right like on mine mine's all motorcycles bill burr stand-up comedians stuff like that right like stuff that's not awful right you know but if you get caught up in that stuff that's like manipulates you all of a sudden that's all you see out there and you think that that like the world is about that well yeah well you take it even to and this is what i'm talking about what i would love to like research and do some and like get some information on is those who are in a depressed mindset they're going to be stopping on depressing things because it kind their of whole feeds, feed will be yeah. depressing shit. it yeah. kind of feeds into what the way that they're feeling right? or if you're like modern day feminist and you're like oh yeah fuck those guys and their sandwiches right like your whole feed is going to be about yeah. that all right? of a sudden you're like in this whirlwind men are awful like... <laughs> they're toxic they're the worst right yeah so yeah. it really is important like what you're putting out to the world and what you allow into the hand your hands right like because 
I mean, if you're depressed and you're not feeling like you want to keep living your life, you're going to stop on things that feed into that, right? And then all of a sudden, all these social media platforms are feeding you more of that because it knows that that's what you're interested in. And then all of a sudden, you're like spiraling down to like, I think that's a huge issue with our mental health issue right now. I'm going to make a call right now to all you Google people and Instagram and all that stuff. You want to improve m- m- mental health, and I would assume you do, right? Because that's what all that bullshit censoring was about during c- c- COVID and all that stuff. You knew better than us, right? Um, and, you know, there's school shootings, this and that, right? And it's, it's about m- m- mental health. Fix your algorithms when somebody is clicking on depressed shit. Feed them p- positive shit instead. I guarantee you, if that occurred, we people would, have, would be yeah. happier. Depression would drop, right? That's not going to happen. But I promise you, if you people in big tech would make that change, it would dramatically improve the, the I mental think it health. would, but you know why they won't? Tell them, because they're going to censor <laughs> us for, for, for this. <laughs> they probably won't. We're not that cool yet, Brandon. <laughs> We're not monetized yet. When we get huge, like six years from now, this video will be censored at that point. Yeah, well, <laughs> so it's the money, right? Because what happens is when you start hitting into those algorithms, all of a sudden people can advertise to those types of people, start selling them medication, start selling them. like, yep, like yep. So people pay big money for you to keep that depression alive, right? And yep. so people don't want to fix the problem like with the algorithms. I don't know why we went down this road. Yeah, we part. got seriously <laughs> sidetracked. I'm not really sure how this has Sorry, to do with the patriarchy. Sorry, I had this thought over the past couple what? of months and I had to say it because... Like no, it's but, that's been but like it's all good. Really... And this is what you get with like long form, like discussion <laughs> podcast stuff, right? We, we get off track. It's all good. But I mean, for real though, going... like that, that would dramatically improve yeah, the, the, I mean, the mental health of, um, of our kids. Imagine like, this is the thing that kills me inside as our kids are like feeding themselves with this stuff all day. Like they're searching, day. like they're searching depression stuff. And all of a sudden the song pops up instead. Don't worry, be happy now. <laughs> well, like, right? There's gotta like, be something it's, like, just like so it's fixes not too it. goofy, right? <laughs> right. That's there's a gotta dumb, be. That is an awesome song. It is a good song. It's a great song. Did you know that um, <laughs> the sad part about that is. Uh oh, what? Um, Robin Williams is in that music video and he, he ended his own life. Yeah. It just makes you realize that, like, sometimes when you're trying to make other people happy, you kind of. Well, most, too much. a lot of the times the people that are the most depressed are trying to please others the most, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's true. But anyways, that's sad. going but back we're to... we're going to a dark place <laughs> that we didn't really intend to go. go going to. back to what we were talking about, though, is um, this kind of stuff gets fed to our kids all the time. And I think that is just making it worse and worse because they're all of a sudden, they're like, oh, that guy said that women belong in the kitchen and then they like pause on it and they're kind of angry about it right and then all of a sudden they keep getting fed all this information that's the same information over and over again until all of a sudden they start to believe it and if you don't think that we can brainwash our children like you're crazy think about all the different religions that are out there all the different like political views all the different like all of that is brainwashing all the different values not, not and different only... things that we have in our life like our jobs as parents are to brainwash our children. I was just about to say, not only can you, but you should because somebody is going to 
brainwash your kids, it might as well be the people who yeah. love them the and most. If you think that like you're you're gonna let them have their own decision about life, guess who's feeding into that? Guess you're like, guess who's like giving them all that information? It's right. like what they're scrolling across their phone. Yeah, you're like not teaching any them. Parent out there that's like, I'm gonna let my kids make their own decision. No, you're gonna let Instagram make their decision. Exactly. No, so you you brainwash your kids because that's your job as the parent. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is like when you are parents, you have to come up with your own value system and you got to like brainwash the hell out of your kids. So that they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds really awful, but you know, our kids are being, we not even only kids, like there's a lot of adults who still are just so like, they follow so many different things that they find on social media because that's just the way that they were taught is to be able to believe anything and everything that they hear and see. But anyway, I don't know where I was going with that, but getting back to what we were talking about. Um, I think the, the crazy thing, like going back to like with my mom and dad and um, just seeing like after I got to be married and got to actually see their relationship for the way that it was and seeing my mom like get, I don't know, I'm taking it all the way back to the first of this conversation. All the way back. Okay. All the way back. Go for it. <laughs> but I just kind of, I wanted to finish my thought. What I was thinking earlier is when all of a sudden, and this is what I was meaning by like understanding the rules and then you kind of break them is the fact that like I could see my parents and I could see the fact that I know my dad goes out and works on cars. I know my dad does all the hard labor. I know that he does like, not to say that my mom doesn't do some of the things or my dad doesn't do some of the things, right? But um, they understood their roles and, and it wasn't that they're a not pain. Capable of it. Yeah, it wasn't like this painful <laughs> thing for them to do for each other. And I think we've just gotten to a point in our and the way that the world is that all of a sudden now it's painful to do these things for the people that we love. And that's the sad part. Like look, me looking at my parents' well, relationship and seeing what they, what my mom was doing for my dad. I like, I had this conversation with my mom one time and I was like, does it ever bug you that my dad like doesn't ever get his own food or prepare his own food? And, and she's like, no, she's like, I love doing that for him. And I wouldn't say like a hundred percent of the time she was always like, "Woohoo! I get to make my, my husband dinner, right?" But but she's never like throwing the plate down. Yeah, his... No, like it's just always been this beautiful thing, you yeah. know. And my dad never expected her to go out and change the oil in the car, you know. But like that's what was probably sexy for my mom and my dad's relationship is that they had these roles, and that's what I think is missing too in relationships. Is there's that that beautiful. Well, it's not that it's just missing and it's sad that it's missing but it's missing because people are like vehemently against it yeah they get offended by the thought of it right and cool your jets before i even say this but it's the women that are offended by this shit right like men aren't the ones that are offended by this shit unless they're like the men that call themselves feminists and you guys you're just fucking lost i have no hope for you guys um but it's the women that are offended by this stuff. I'm not going to cook for no man. I'm not gonna, it's like modern-day f- feminism, right? And uh, it's toxic as hell. And it's making them depressed because they don't even know what they want. They want a man that's masculine. They want a man that's going to take care of them. But then they also don't want to be taken care of, right? 
And any man that's like worth a damn is also going to want a woman who wants to like love him and like take care of him also. But then they have this thing against that, right? You know, it's like, and it just causes for, it causes for like loneliness, d depression, sad sadness. And then they ask where all the g g good men are. And it's like, well, the good men don't want w women like you that are kind of awful, right? You know, um, good men want to be good to you. And all they expect in return is that you be good to them also, right? But there are a, there's a certain percentage of those women out there that they have something against you just because you have male parts, right? Yet they still want to be with a man, but they're going to just hold that against you all the time. Now, I've, I've seen several friends, especially in the religion that we came from, um, go through divorce. And the women are all just like, F the patriarchy right and because they they hate the patriarchy so bad and blah 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 they go like so far to this side over here and then they like they go into that stage where they hate hate you because you have a penis right like but then they also still want to find somebody to replace their ex this and that it just leads to this it's a super confusing thing where they want a man but they hate men and they they want somebody to take care of and love them but they they refuse to take care of and love the men right you know it's like it just leads leads to this super awful like weird confusing thing where it's like you know what if you just stopped all the bullshit and it's like you get back to the basics I want somebody to love and take care of me, so I, I'm also willing to love and take care of them. It's really that simple, right? Just because historically it meant that there were certain roles, that men did the hunting, women did the gathering, or modern times, men fix the cars and build the houses, and women cook and feed the kids, right? Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's how it is now either, right? But it's the angst that you feel about those things that is the problem. Well, I think too, like we don't realize why those rules happen in relationships. And I think that you have to come to a realization that, okay, women are the nurturers. I say this all the time. And it's because naturally like, like I, I wouldn't say all women because I do believe that there are some women that don't really have this, within them actually it's kind of crazy because i have met some women who i'm just like no you should not be a mom and <laughs> for sure and um and that's an, a thing too where like traditionally women have to play these roles and and it's kind of a sad thing because it's like where do these women who don't fit into that like fit into that fit into this whole picture that we're but talking the about the question right? is why don't they fit into that right it could be their upbringing it mm -hmm. could be things that they've Cho chosen to listen to or it could just be like that's just not been, been meant for them which is fine right yeah and but I, if you but if you're not meant to have kids then don't yeah and and that's like one thing like in our religion growing up is like that was a woman's job right like women and and this is kind of what i was gonna say to what you were saying about like from our religion and the women going a certain way is that these women have a sort of trauma from that religion because in our religion men had all the power and they were like why can't i have all the power and i and i will say that happens because well, that's a conversation that historically I had I younger, right? historically it did more so than modern times right but the perception is that right well, 
by the power you mean well by the the power you mean the priesthood right (laughs) but that's imaginary um not to them though like when you live in a world where that power is only given to men do we need to have a (laughs) do we need to have a religious discussion about about this But that actually was a thing where where they were offended, right? But it's like, okay, so men have the priesthood, which is the power for them to, like, lead the family, right? But the women were a partner in that, right? Because in the religion, the whole spectrum of things, no man was complete without a wife, right? You couldn't attain the highest glory without a wife married in the temple and everything, right? So she actually shared in that priesthood. But women didn't, the ones that got offended by that didn't quite understand that. Because they don't really always teach it that way. What more power do you have than to like raise these kids of yours, right? Like that's amazing. Like you're you're, you're raising the next stock in life, right? So again, I don't believe in the church. I don't believe in the kingdoms. I don't believe in all that stuff, right? But I'm saying, saying this. Women were offended by that, yes, but it's because they didn't fully understand like the whole thing, right? Where a man finds a wife, they get married in the temple, they share it in that priesthood power. Well, I will say that was like a new age thing. It wasn't always the way it was in the LDS religion back in the day. <laughs> like, women definitely had different roles. But no, no, no. They had different roles, but still it was always true from the start of the church till the end of the... Well, it's not ended yet. Um, but you couldn't share the highest degree without the priesthood marriage in the temple so that made you a partner in that yeah well now you could this is a fun now you couldn't religious no you couldn't lay your hands on somebody's head and give them an imaginary i couldn't heal people but men could heal people but that was imaginary it wasn't real either (laughs) i know but when you come from that like that's where these women are over (laughs) fictional stuff here i know i'm just saying (laughs) that you have you can't like you can't say that their trauma wasn't real because that was very real for them. And it, well, for I never some, said it wasn't real. I for said some, they misunderstood. It, it, like, I don't know, they, you and I understood things differently, right? Because, but here's the difference. You, here's the difference. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Because you and I had a good relationship, we were able to see that kind of thing. Yeah. But if you're in a relationship where the man in your home thinks that he's above you and that happens in a lot of religious homes then that becomes a trauma in your life and i have many friends like you know some of them who's who that was a thing and so they do have trauma from that so that does happen and this is why i'm saying it's not about the religion it was more about the relationship that their parents had and the way that they saw the religion fitting into their relationship and that happens even without religion, right? Like sure. if you're if you're living in a home where your dad comes home from work and he's like, "Woman, where's my food?" Right? Now, I will say that most of people's saying stuff on TikTok and social media, they're like, "Oh, women only belong in the kitchen." Men say this all the time. Probably never lived a life like that, right? But there <laughs> is a, a percentage of people who live. I never heard a type of life. I never like heard that. my dad say that. No, I didn't either. That's and what I, I'm saying. And I've never even heard your dad say that, even though no, he gets served all the time. No, my dad never did. That's that's why. Woman. I, but I will say, I personally know at least two people who that was the way that they lived their life. Yeah. And it 
And it's a really sad thing, like, in those situations. But what my thing is, as I'm saying, is most of the people out there are saying, oh, women don't belong in the kitchen, and they get all angry about it, never lived any sort of life that played into that, right? They just What wanted... if we, like, did, did an episode of, like, women making better choices when they choose men? Because that sounds like asshole men. Yeah. Problem. No, that's what I'm saying. Not, not so much patriarchy but just like that no. chick chose an asshole that's what i'm saying that's why brendan do you listen to me when i talk huh what <laughs> you're really cute i can see i can see your mouth moving. I'm, I'm gonna beat him i just can't understand the words <laughs> no that's what i'm saying is like for you and i it wasn't a religious thing or anything it was the fact that you and I had a better relationship so we saw how it played into our relationship in a positive way where not everybody does because they do have assholes as husbands or they do have beasts as as women as wives right and so like those all play into like this kind of a thing it's and this is why we have this discussion because like if we're both playing our parts in our relationship then this kind of stuff doesn't come into play like if you're or taking if, care I, of yourself, I don't and I'm even know if you need it. to like go as far as like saying like playing our parts, right? Because to some degree, if like you're just like both trying to do your own part, so like playing guess, your parts, that's so weird. No, <laughs> no, no. I, but your part can be the same part though, yeah. is what I'm trying to get get to, right? No, that's what I'm like, saying, and it's going to be different like, for every relationship. I'm not trying to say, like, there's no parts, but I am trying to say that it like, there doesn't need to be a part. Like, I can cook, and I, I, I can cook, and I can clean, and I do both those things a lot. I came home from work today. I went straight upstairs because Shri was taking care of kids' stuff. They had, like, um, our youngest had, like, a band performance, our middle is at a play right now, so she had to like run them back and forth. I was cooking dinner while she, he was folding. She laundry. cooked and like fed the kids, and I went straight upstairs and I folded all my clothes and all well, our clothes um, that I've been washing for the last couple days. Hung them all up, folded the ones that didn't need to be hung up. Right, like that's what what I'm saying is like by doing your part doesn't necessarily mean that there are parts that like you have to do right. Um, that being said, there are other parts that like, yeah, like Sheree's not going to go out and like fix the cars. She probably could figure it out, but that's not something she'll do. Like if something, if that has to be done, that that's a me thing, but I also have no issue stepping in and folding the laundry or sweeping the floor or vacuuming or doing any of that. Well, too, it's just like what you're saying, playing the part, right? Like doing your part. And it doesn't mean that like... Just doing your part to, to, up, to uphold the household. Yeah. Well, it's like this. It's like, here's the thing that's different than the traditional type of life, right? Like I work a whole lot of hours. And so when Brandon comes home and he helps by doing those things, it relieves a lot of stress off of me. And when, and, and not only am I like, but when you say it helps, you're implying that it's like your job and I'm doing it for you. And that's not the case. No, it's really, it's just like, we're like, Oh crap, we need to do some laundry. There's, there's way more work in this fucking house that has to be done than like we have. Yeah. Time and to we do. both work a lot. So you just do and what you so have you to do. You just do it. Right. But 
like me if you came home though because there are still relationships like this out there where like a man or a woman comes home and demands something to be done right there is still a relationship well i do well i do have to admit if i was out working all day and you did not have a job or anything like that and i came home and the house was an absolute disaster i'd be like seriously like and you're like sitting on the couch watching your stories you know like that i think that would be an issue because i'd be like listen i'm busting my ass and like seriously i can like we, we had some friends and i'd walk into his house and he was at like this was a story he was out all day working and i'd walk into his house and i could literally see every single meal that that they ate that day i could see because nobody cleaned up a goddamn thing there was breakfast left over there was lunch left over there was dinner left over and like the wife was like hanging out on the couch right like but that's not a male female thing that's just like a responsible and and like a not as responsible thing right i get it she made all the food she fed the kids right but like seriously like I think if you're out busting your ass all day, you don't necessarily need to come home to that giant mess every single time that she expects you to clean up after her. Yeah. Some of you might be offended by that, but... Now, I remember there was, when Facebook was kind of a newer thing, I actually had, there was this post, well, maybe not newer, newer, but maybe, like, probably about 10 years ago, I would say. Um... I, one of my neighbors had posted something on Facebook and she was just saying how she was angry at her husband because he didn't want to come home from work and start cleaning the house and doing all this stuff for her because she had been home doing all this stuff all day long and she deserved to have a break while he, and while he like came home and he wanted to have a break from work, she like just expected him to come home and start like working again, working, 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 right? And the thing is, is like, you got to realize that like when we're, we're all play, playing a part, whatever those parts are, you know, like sometimes even like, like the wife's working or the husband's like has a little bit more laxed schedule or whatever. Right. Like you, you want to be able to do that for each other, but by complaining about like him being exhausted, I'm sorry, like being a, a mom that works full time and then also is taking care of the house just like Brandon is. It's just like you're exhausted no matter what, whether you're staying home and doing all the things or you're going to work and doing all the things. But for some reason, like we want to have these tallies that we make and we're like, oh, I'm doing this, all these things and my partner's not measuring up like I have 15 points and he only has four points, you know. When you start like tallying those things and say, okay, like I am doing these things and he's not doing these things or vice versa, then it actually just divides you further and further and you never actually participate in playing the part for each other and doing it for each other. And I think that's kind of the thing that was kind of amazing to me because I was thinking, this woman has never gone to a job. She's never worked and because she was a stay-at-home mom and I'm sure she's exhausted because I, I was a stay-at-home mom for many years as well. And I know how exhausting that is. And to demand that he wasn't putting playing his part because he didn't automatically come home and was like, Whoa, I'm home. I'm ready to do the dishes. I'm ready to do the laundry. Blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. Like, I work from home. When I get off of work, 
I'm exhausted and because your mind is just having to go, 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 go all day long that like I'm the type of person that I don't even want to watch TV after I get done with work. Like I actually would rather go out and mow the lawn or something because it's like something physical rather than like staring at something inside my house. But like being able to have that energy, like you both, you just have to realize that your partner may also be exhausted even though they've had a different day than you and understand that Reminds me of like, works. <laughs> I love Bill Burr. Bill Burr is a rat stand up. And he, he, <laughs> he did this skit where he's like, mothers always say that like being a mom is the toughest job. And he goes into this whole like bit about coal miners and blah, blah, blah. He's like, and he's a redhead. And he's like, I thought that roofing in the middle of July as a redhead was tough, but apparently not, right? Apparently not. Apparently play dates at the parks with your friends and this and that, right? And, and of course, being a, there's been days where I've gotten home and I thought Sheree was about to like murder our kids, right? So... I completely understand that, like, it is a tough job, right? But everyone's job is tough. We all have shit days. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom, whether you're a mom that, like, Sri, now our kids are older, so she's not necessarily a stay-at-home mom. However, she works at home, and uh, but she still works more than full-time, actually. Um, but, yeah, it's all tough. We all have shit days. I have shit days. She has shit days. We all have shit days, right? And so the point is, right, is that you would just be there for each other and you stop being so goddamn offended about the things that you think you're told you're supposed to do and just be there for your partner. Yeah, and and the crazy thing is, like, for me, because, like, the, the biggest thing for me that I always wanted to be was a mom, right? Like, as a young kid, like, that's what I wanted to be when I grew up as a mom. <laughs> Right. And I would give any like that would be amazing to be able to go back to being a mom, like a stay at home mom again. And I'm not saying that because I think the job is easier than my job now. It's just as you progress in life and as things get changed and things are different, like you, I think you have a little bit more empathy towards your partner when you start working outside the home or you start taking on a full time job and you realize how exhausting that is. Even if it's just sitting by yourself looking at a computer screen for so many hours of the day, that still is taking up so much energy inside of you that when you come home, you may not be able to have much left to give. Now, Brandon's job is a little different. Like he he like goes and drives around all over, but that's exhausting too. And just realizing that, you know, you both can be exhausted at the end of the day. And just because I'm exhausted and I need to have a little bit of relief from my husband doesn't mean that you he's... You need relief from your husband? <laughs> no, relief. Like being like, relief from my day, not from my husband. <laughs> well, you gotta, words count, you know. Words, words mean things. <laughs> No, but just because like I need I need to have she, she has such a hard day she needs re relief from me. Yes, can you just not come home? If I knew that was an option, now, now now I know. No, but just because I feel like he should step in because I'm feeling exhausted doesn't mean he's not feeling that same way as well. And that's the part that you play. It's not necessarily like his job isn't in the garage or my job. I mean, 
I could go out and figure out how to change oil, but I don't want to. I allow that to be like something that he does and that he like, weirdly, okay, I think it's super sexy when a guy can work on cars. And if, if I were out there doing that, that would take away from my, the sexiness that he has as a man. Like that's a masculine thing that like kind of makes like, I'm just, I'm just being honest. Like that's something super sexy to me when a guy can work on cars and I don't know. I think that there's just like different parts we play that kind of play into the way we see each other in our feminine nature and in our masculine nature. And, and I wouldn't want to take on the, some of those masculine roles, but see, like when he cooks, it's pretty sexy too. <laughs> I can only. But I, <laughs> but I cook in a masculine way. Yeah. <laughs> I use a smoker or I use cast iron. There's no in between. Manly cooking. My, the only thing that could be manlier than that is, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, if you guys watched, but Tool Time or, um, yeah, Home home Improvement. Tim had an episode where they cooked on the job, like the construction workers cooked on the job. And they you made, know exactly what episode and, you're talking and, about. And they made grilled cheese on the engine block of their car. Right. That, <laughs> Manly shit. Had right to be there. cleaned. Before <laughs> right. they cooked on it. I have, not, a new one. I, I have not yet made grilled cheese on the engine block of my car, but uh, if it's a nice new clean one, I might yeah. I might share in that enjoyment, but not uh, not our no, Jeep. No. no. Well, I don't know that, that you you clean that up pretty good. The Jeep? Yeah. <laughs> well, if it ever starts again someday. <laughs> it's not done yet, we'll see. <laughs> But we for sure could like make s'mores on like well, one of the motorcycle engines. The exhaust pipes get hot. Who knows? That's true. Maybe we'll do an episode like old school, like home, home improvement tool time type episode. <laughs> yeah. I'll go out there and I'll cook in the garage on my engines. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you might need not. a test run for that. <laughs> Probably not. Anyways, I think we're talking nonsense now. We might have uh, reached <laughs> the end of the, this one. Anyways, moral of the story is this. Stop being so goddamn offended about treating the one that you care about with care. For hell's sake. Yeah, and we were listening to like this TikTok or whatever it was before. And one of the things she says is like, what is... Jedediah Bila, I think is her yeah. name. Yeah, what is the awesome. what is the opposite of what you're asking for or whatever she says? She's like, do you want to live in a dirty house? Do you not want to have dinner at, in your home? Do you not want to have these things? Like these are all things that make your home a home. And if nobody's willing to play the part for the people they love, then you're just in chaos and, yeah, and it gross. doesn't feel good. She says nasty with her nasty. Brooklyn accent. <laughs> Nasty. Yours was more like like Kentucky accent. Hers, oh, hers was more like, hers was more like he's, been, he's been making fun of my accents lately. <laughs> anyway. Um, she's awesome, though. Yeah. Um, but I think we're done tonight. Yeah. I think that was good. Yeah. So just uh, do the things. Live in a clean house, for fuck's sake. Really what it comes down to is when you love somebody enough to be willing yeah. to give more of yourself. And when they see, not exactly just that they see, but they want to also give to you as well. well it's kind of a beautiful place. Here's the thing, women. Stop being so upset about the p patriarchy. 
because there certainly can be a time and might be a time where the world goes to shit. And when the world goes to shit, gender roles revert back to where, to where they were real quick. When the world goes to shit, you're going to want a big, strong man to go out and slay the beast. You're going to want a big, strong man to go out and like defend you against the like armed mob coming towards you, right? The only reason we get to pretend that we're the same right now is because like world is like for the most part peaceful. Um, so if you want a man that's going to be a warrior for you, treat him like a, a war, warrior for hell's sake. Now, hopefully in my lifetime and yours, that time won't come, but it might come. And it might come in the form of somebody breaking into your house one day. If somebody breaks into your house, if you hear a weird noise downstairs, which one of you is it that has to go downstairs and look? It depends on the relationship. <laughs> if your husband's pushing you out of the bed to go. Right. And then, then but, you know, <laughs> but, if, but if your husband's pushing you out of the place, are you like pleased with that? No, no. you're not pleased with that. If somebody, if you hear a weird noise, which one has to go downstairs? It has to be the man, right? And if it's not the man, you have no respect for that man that refused to, right? If the car breaks down, who has to deal with that, right? Um, if there was like a freaking explosion out here and all the neighborhood people had to like gather up and have to like figure out how to defend shit, which ones are going to be the ones that are going to have to go out by default Go out and defend the shit. Gender roles are going to revert back real quick. That is just the way it goes, okay? So in the time of need, I used to be a fire, fire, fireman. There is no such thing as a fem, fem, feminist in a house fire. When shit goes south, you want a big, strong man to come save you. When shit goes south, you want a big, strong policeman to come save you, right? All those people that you call toxically masculine, they're the ones that are going to come save your ass, right? So... Treat your husband like that. And even if he's not like that now, and men, you, you should strive to be that way. If he's not like that now, you treating him like that might create that within him. It might stoke the fire. It might help him become that. He might rise to your expectations, right? Um, but the fact is we are just not the same, Okay. And I'm not saying women have to cook all the time. I'm not saying that like men have to be outside and do all those things all the time. Men, you can do laundry, you can fold clothes, you can clean some shit, you can do the dishes, you can sweep the floor. Um, and women, you can totally make the guy a sandwich if he's hungry, right? If he's outside working in the yard, bring him some lemonade or a beer or whatever, right? But like, there's no need to be offended by these things. You just take care of the person that you love. He's going to take care of you, you take care of him, and back and forth. And I'm not, I know I'm talking like women are the issue here, but it's sort of just because like the, the feminist like mindset right now is like, I'm not going to do those things. There are guys out there that fall short in the things that they ought to do too. So guys, step up, do the shit you have to do. Um... But yeah, like gender roles are a thing. They always will be a thing. They always have been a thing. Um, when when things are peaceful and things are easy, they sort of like slide and like go in between this and that. But 
at the end of the day, your woman wants to be with a man that can go out and slay the beast if he has to. And women, if that guy is going to have to go out and slay the beast, you can, you can like fold to this feminist mindset and you can like help out around the house and you can make him a sandwich. You can clean, you can cook this and that, right? Like those things don't need to be offensive. You know, we have a modern day experience that we've just had where you can see that, right? This whole thing in Ukraine, right? And I'm not trying to get political, but all of a sudden Russia invades Ukraine. Women and children get to leave. Men up to like, I think it was like age 60 were not legally allowed to leave the country. They had to stay and fight, right? So these toxically masculine men all of a sudden had to be the ones to like stay and fight and like protect them. Women got to leave, kids got to leave, right? But we live in this world where people talk about privilege, this and that. If there's privilege, that is the privilege. They got to escape the war. They got to go and they got to be free, right? Where the men had to like stay and like almost face like certain death. So I'm a guy. If shit felt, if shit went down here, I would t totally stay and fight, right? I'm not saying it's on. It just is what it is. That's the way th things are, okay? Um, I'm just trying to say this and I'm going to stop after this. But like we're not the same. We have certain roles. Gender roles do come into play. They always have. They always will. I've accepted that. The shit hits the fan. I'm going to be the guy that's going to go fight. And I'm going to try to tell Sheree to like go down and be like safe some, 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 somewhere else. I'm never going to expect her to fight for me. And she should expect me to fight for her. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I also know that if I'm hungry and I'm out working in the yard and it's hot, she's going to like, and I'm like, babe, I'm starving. She's going to like make me something or get me something. And she's not offended by that either. Well, it's kind of crazy. And maybe like I'll end with this story is I, I, I've told this story to many people, but when Brian and I were one time in Vegas with our kids we were walking through this casino and Brandon and I heard what we thought were possibly gunshots in this casino. And in that moment, like it kind of came, we came to a point where like I, I saw what our roles were in a situation like that. And it's exactly what our roles are to be played in this life that we have is Brandon was like all of a sudden he automatically snapped into I got to go protect my kids my wife I've got to protect these people like I I can go handle this right and he like starts going towards the like shooting right and I'm like my first reaction to it was where are my kids where do I need to take them to find shelter right and that's what Brandon's kind of talking about is we all have these roles that we have to play in like serious situations. And just like in Ukraine, like that's why the women and the children leave is because the, the role of a mom and these children, like the mom was the one to take care of the children and provide a safe place for them where the man's role was to go and fight and defend and be there, right? To, to, to protect his family, to protect what was theirs, right? And in that moment, it was something silly and stupid. It didn't end up being like this shooting or anything, right? <laughs> just some weird pops. But it was like some weird <laughs> thing that we both like went in different directions. And I was like, where's my husband going? Where all I'm taking, gathering the kids and going somewhere else. But it, 
It really I'm like, like you go there, I'm going there. <laughs> Stay there. Right? Like right. all of a sudden, like it became real to me like what our rules were in and I didn't family. Have a gun gun or anything. <laughs> yeah, but I was just gonna go beat some ass. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing was though, is it's just like if, the, we, if we don't think our roles are different, they are and and they complement each other, and that's the purpose of this whole conversation yeah. is they if they're not complementing each other, then you might need to reevaluate what your roles are within your relationship, within your family. And I know that Brandon will handle that shit while I am with my kids and I'm taking to them to a safe place. And that's just the way that life is. And when you kind of see the beauty in that, all of a sudden you're on a next level place of your relationship. And and like making a sandwich or cooking when I'm working late or whatever, you know, like those things all of a sudden are not a big issue in your relationship. It's just us playing the part. It's not a big issue because you're just doing what you have to yeah. do to make your household work. And because you love each other and you want to like care for each other. And I think that's part of the part that gets removed is that we don't just innately want to care for each other anymore and that's getting lost and I think that's really what it comes down to. But anyway. Amen, sister. In the end, always. End it with a bang. End it with a bang, baby. Peace out.